0: Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to this week's episode of Friday Fire. I am Sam, the Small Business Surgeon. I'm so glad you're here. and it's Friday Fire number 76. And uh, right as I was doing the setup and the show notes for this episode, I looked back on my hosting feed and uh, this is the 166th episode of the Small Business Surgeon. That shit blows my mind. Since I started this show, oh man, a year and a half ago, we've had over 25 thousand unique downloads of our episodes I'm super pleased about that everything we do is organic I don't put any ads on the show don't put any ads uh, out for the show I just run it on a straight value exchange you know if you guys like it you guys share it it helps to attract other people it helps me to build my platform so uh, so thank you well yeah for those of you just discovering the show my name is Sam Samuel Smith Uh, I have to go by uh, Samuel now because of that bloody singer but uh, Samuel Smith and I am this small business surgeon and uh, I'm busy living out the uh, the uh, culmination of my dreams I guess I recently um, left a career in real estate to become a podcaster and consultant full-time I'm now uh, <clears throat> now doing this for a, a real career which is uh, it's just fucking incredible, and uh, a lot of that's thanks to you guys. So on Mondays, we have full-length interviews with superstars from around the world of business, and uh, Monday's upcoming interview is no different. We've got uh, Nikki Ballou. He is a mindset uh, coach all the way from New Zealand, so uh, he's coming up on Monday's interview. Definitely want to catch that. I think he's written like eight books. Um, and it was a super cool interview. I, I wasn't ready to uh, to shut it off, but I have to kind of work within their time limits and within my calendar limits, too. But uh, we do full-length shows on Mondays. Then uh, Wednesdays, we will have returning very shortly, um, hopefully this next Wednesday, um, a remade show of Sam and Kyle, See What's Up, where we take a few news articles from around the web and we discuss them. Kyle, of course. Uh, moved on to a new opportunity a few weeks back, and I've been uh, I've been, been dabbling about trying to replace him as the host. And uh, my former co-host from Live at the Lounge, David Levine, is going to come join us. Um, he'll be joining us Wednesdays, and then Fridays you get me with Friday Fire. And what I do with Friday Fires is I try to tell a little story and a little lesson about what I have learned during a week. Normally, this comes from my interactions with clients, uh, my interactions with coaching people, or with uh, <clears throat> with business in general and one thing stuck out this week that I've been working on and I really want to share it with you guys was was how to find your audience and how to spend a little bit of time figuring out who you're really talking to Um, because when I get called in to consult with businesses there's, there's often multiple bits and pieces that are wrong but a very common thread I find is that most people don't know who their audience is they just want anybody that that needs a widget so like the perfect example as uh, in my time as a a real estate agent when i first started out and i had a miserable time when i first started out i was taught that my ideal client would be anyone that wanted to buy or sell a home and what that did was put me into client relationships where I didn't have a lot in common with the people I was working with. And I didn't really, uh, I, I hit it off with some of them, but you know, there could have been a lot better people for me to work with. And it's because I hadn't sat down and said, you know, who do I want to work with? And now I'm helping a client build a, a new brand and he's going through the same thing. So I thought I'd talk a little bit today on that and the, the things that he's, thinking because if you don't know who you want to work with then how on earth do you set about finding them how do you market to that person and how do you attract them to do business with you how do you build a relationship with them if you don't know who they are now if you've made it this far with me you've heard me talk before several times about um about manifesting and vision work and imagining the ideal version of yourself right so there's an exercise that I've talked about in the past where you shut your eyes and you, you daydream about everything that the ideal version of you would have well there's a similar exercise that I walk my clients through in that what is it that their dream client is like who are they talking to what message are they trying to get into them so for example okay as, as as i podcast and as i become a uh, a consultant more and more i started thinking about who i was talking to with my podcast and who i wanted to start messaging towards with the podcast and with the consultant and you know my dream client is probably 10 years either side of me i'm 41 i'll be 42 uh, in a couple of weeks and so my dream clients probably in their thirties through their fifties, you know, probably male because I'm a guy. Uh, I relate better to males, um, but uh, I do like I do like working with uh, with analytical minded females too. So um, not to not to discount anybody from working with anyone. What I'm trying to get at is who's your ideal? When you shut your eyes, who do you picture as your ideal client? Where are they? Where what are they doing right now? You know, what are they wearing? Where do they live? How much money do they make? What do they do in their free time? What kind of hobbies have they got? What kind of people do they hang out with? Where do they go for entertainment? What are they reading on their phones? What websites are they surfing on? Are they watching videos? Are they looking at news articles? Are they reading blogs? You see, your goal ultimately is to be an economy of one. Your goal is to be somebody that those people that you've defined as your ideal clients, you want them to know you like you and trust you and you be the answer when that problem pops up in their head that you relate to. You you wanna be there at the top of their mind. And when you define that ideal client, you can start building the content and building the relationship And what you'll find is that your ideal client, when you really dig into it, is a lot like you. They're a lot like yourself. And so you're able to go, what problem am I solving for my ideal client? And Let's say, all right, let's do it. Let's do another easy one. Let's say I'm selling a weight loss product, okay? And so I might have a weight loss product and I might have a client that is in their 30s because... I was at my fattest in my late 20s and my early 30s and they might have a client that's struggling with alcohol because when I was at my fattest, I was struggling with alcohol. So what problems does a fat guy that struggles with alcohol have? Mm. Is he attractive? No. Is he getting a lot of attention from his wife? I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Does he get out of breath when he plays with his kids? Definitely, definitely. So as somebody that's building an audience and building a brand, you can now tap into those problems and start showing what life is like on the other side of those problems. At 41 years old, I can post a picture of me being obese at 36 and I can post a picture of me being 50 pounds overweight and I can post a picture of me now with the, uh, the the very faint outlines. Very faint outlines of a six pack. And I can show my audience what that looks like from an authentic point of view. So I can get it to match up. And a lot of clients that I deal with aren't quite comfortable taking those steps. Because if in most people's experience, right, they're... Their friends get jealous of wins um, they're around the wrong kind of friends. If you start busting out of your friend group, you get called a few names and it and it's not cool and so a lot of people are very scared to take that leap and when they start a new brand or they start a new company or start a new product line, they don't want to offend anyone and they want to cater to everyone and If you think about it you've got you might have two thousand friends on Facebook you might have four or five thousand friends Um, but a lot of people make decisions on their content and their marketing from a point of I've got five thousand friends and I don't want to offend anyone so I'm not going to do that or I'm going to do it this way because it won't make as much noise or it won't upset as many people or it won't look like I'm bragging now I'm not quite there yet But here in a couple of months, when I post fat before pictures and shirtless after pictures with abs, I'm going to want some love for that. I'm going to want to know I've posted it in front of a crowd that appreciates the fucking work it took and the dedication it took. And yet, in the back of my mind, there's always that little voice going, nobody wants to fucking see this. You're a show-off. Don't post your wins. Don't share that. Don't rub it in their faces. And as my friend groups have transitioned, I find myself hanging out with those kind of people less and less. And I guarantee now if I posted a shirtless picture on After Picture in another two months when I'm done with my program, if I posted that, I'd have hundreds of comments and likes and people showing appreciation and saying congratulations. And the thing you're fucking scared of is offending a small percentage of your crowd and yet not leaning into what the vast majority of your crowd wants. You see, when you look at the 2,000 or 3,000 or however many followers you've got, which of those people's opinions really matters? Which of those people? Like, if somebody doesn't bring you love or joy or peace or happiness or ultimately money right they've got to have some kind of value it should be one of the woo-woo values but if it's not a woo-woo value it could at least be a financial value but if they're not bringing you anything why would their opinion matter how many people in your audience do you have genuine relationships right now probably not a whole bunch right how many of the people in your audience are actively giving you money for your services right now? It's probably a really small percentage. And so when you boil it down like that, do your real friends make your shit better? Of course they do, right? Would your real friends support you no matter what you did? Of course they fucking would. Would they congratulate you when you posted a win? Yes, Absolutely so, who cares what the rest of them think? And while you're coming up with your dream client and coming up with your dream audience, the mistake I see far too many business owners making is trying to be all things to all people. They change themselves. They change their core values. They change their mission. They change what's important to them in order to fit in with what they think people expect and what they think people want. And so you end up with very unhappy entrepreneurs working in a business where they've changed so much of the things they love to do and they've changed so much of their principle understanding of business and their mission. They've changed it all to resonate with an audience that isn't paying them money. The real trick, right, is to forget about those fucking people Let them go. It's just a number. I would rather have 50 engaged audience members, 50 engaged friends, 50 engaged fucking followers that were actually engaged and that were getting value from my content and were sending me clients and buying my products than 50,000 fucking unengaged followers that I was trying to impress constantly. You see where the value comes there? The value comes from finding your audience. Finding the people that are into the same shit as you. Finding the people that listen to podcasts with fuck and shit. And genuine vernacular going on. Right? Not the pre-canned stuff. Finding the authentic people that resonate with who you are. And then that leads to an authentic crowd. An authentic group of followers. A bunch of people that will wear your fucking t-shirts to conferences. A bunch of people that will buy your products. A bunch of people that will listen to your shit and take you seriously. Because I'm not trying to impress people that don't give a fuck about me. I'm not trying to be all things to all people. And not offend a certain group. Because chances are if I offend you we wouldn't have been a good fucking fit to work together. And we just both saved ourselves a bunch of headache. But far too many business owners are worried about changing themselves to fit their audience. And in reality, where you need to invest the time and the money and the energy is changing your audience to align with the best parts of yourself. All right. Hope that made sense. That's going to be, be it from me today. Um, I'm going to get this off to Dan so she can get it edited. Um, I really hope that uh, that resonated with a few of you. If it did, do me a favor, um, screenshot the, uh, the the phone there, put it up on Instagram, you can put it on Facebook, tag me in a comment, at Small Business Surgeon, and uh, give me a shout out. Let me know that you're listening that uh, you provide some value here because, uh, like I said, it's a value exchange. The better I do, the more work I do. Um, the more it's shared, and uh, the more the audience that resonates with my shit grows, so uh, I love it. All right, you'll be good. Stay safe. Have a fucking incredible weekend. And uh, like I said, tune in on Monday where we got my man Nikki dropping some fucking bombs about mindset. All right, have a great weekend, guys. I'm out. <laughs> This has been the Small Business Surgeon Podcast. If you've made it this far, you clearly like it. So go on iTunes and leave us a five-star review. This helps people find the show and spread the good word. Share with friends and follow us at Small Business Surgeon on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you for your follow-up next week. The Small Business Surgeon was recorded at Texas Media Foundry in historic downtown Bryan, Texas. Check them out at TXFoundry.com or on social media at TXFoundry. Thanks for tuning in.